EO Fire 1350. We talked it out over tuna sandwiches. Wins them all. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. There are a lot of payment partners out there that don't make it easy to accept payments from your customers. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown, it's commenced. JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Laura Belgray. Laura, are you prepared to ignite? Oh my gosh, I am a giant charcoal briquette. Yes, <laughs> Laura Smoking. is also an award-winning copywriter and the founder of TalkingShrimp.com. She writes TV spots for clients like NBC, Fandango, and Bravo, and she helps entrepreneurs find words that make buyers go bananas. Her course with Marie Forleo, The Copy Cure, helps you find your voice and sell your anything. Laura, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Okay. Well, first thing you should know is that I am a New Yorker Boom. and I'm very proud of it. Boom. (laughs) And that means not only did I grow up here, but I grew up here during the seventies and that's when it was uh, gritty and dirty and beautiful. It was real. It was real. There were real pimps and prostitutes. and Like when uh, Jay-Z said, porn. concrete jungle where dreams are made of, like that's what he was talking about. That is what he was talking about. He was talking about a place <laughs> where you could find a Pac-Man machine yes. in any record store. That oh. was, <laughs> this is where it was at. And kids roamed free. They didn't have nannies till age 17 or 18. Um, they, they walked down the street with mugging money. <laughs> in case they got jumped. Right. So that so that's my upbringing and I still live here with my wonderful husband who's in the restaurant business and um has been my free pass to a lot of spaghetti. Yummy. Yummy. And career-wise, I cut my teeth writing promos for TV, specifically for Nick at Night. That's where I started and um at the time that was the place to write promos. And if, if people don't know what promos are, they're the little commercials that the network runs for its own shows. Right. Um, for instance, it's not TV, it's HBO. <laughs> or, you know, tonight on Real Housewives of Atlanta, we're pulling weaves, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so, um, so writing at Nick at Night was really formative for me as a copywriter because it taught me all about brand voice, the importance of having a unique point of view, because here was a network that had the same old shows as everyone else. Like you could watch Leave it to Beaver on TBS. So they had a whole, a very curated voice and point of view that gave you a reason to come watch Leave it to Beaver on Nick at Night and nowhere else. And, um, that was a big lesson for me. Like if you're selling the same thing as everyone else, give it your own spin, give it your own personality and people will come to you to get it. And so that's really carried over into what I do now, which is a lot of private client writing for entrepreneurs um, in this weird little online world that we're a part of. And the, and the way I got into that was through my friend Marie Forleo, 
who um, people probably know. She's the founder of B-School. Oh, she's a past and, guest of EO Fire. So, of course, right. you know her Fire course Nation. <laughs> everyone has heard that interview. And they should listen to it right after mine. Um, and I met her in hip-hop, crunch, uh, hip-hop class at Crunch. Oh, wow. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in like 2003 oh. um, is when I met her. And we became friends. We walked home together, me all sweaty and her looking adorable. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Let's see. I was making a new website for TV promo writing. I was just going to put my reel on it. And she said to me, you're going to have a blog and an opt-in, right? And I was like, well, isn't it too late to have a blog? And what's an opt-in? <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh honey. Oh, honey. So, <laughs> so this is before B-School. And she sat me down at her kitchen table and showed me exactly how an opt-in works. She showed, like, drew it for me, the whole diagram on a uh, yellow pad. Um, which is also how she created her own list. She used to bring her yellow pad to class, to hip hop class and have people sign up for her email list. And so this was old school, but that really, that basically accidentally built my career in private, private client writing, writing for entrepreneurs and working in the online industry. See, I love hearing about the roots, Fire Nation. It's all about the roots. It's like, where did you come from? And we all have that story. You know, not all of us were lucky to be in hip hop crunch class with Marie Forleo, of course. But, you know, we all have opportunities. We all have roots. And it all starts with what? Taking action. So make sure you do that. And quick, quick little off topic. Where, whereabouts in New York City do you live, Laura? I live in Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village, all right. Because I used to live in Tribeca, and I actually go back to New York City every year for the Big East Basketball Tournament in Madison Square Garden. It's the best show on earth for college basketball before the NCAA tournament starts. And uh, I was in the Upper West Side for this past year, and it's, just love the area. You know, just walk around, get into the park, check it out. Strawberry Fields is right there. Great stuff. Yeah. Fire Nation, if you haven't been to New York City, Again, get up in there. It's, it's a great city, very walkable, fun stuff. Now, let's kind of get to the meat here, Laura, because we're going to get into your journey in a couple minutes here. But first, what are the ways today, right now, that you generate revenue in your business? Okay, right now, my revenue has four legs, like a, like a cow. Um, so <laughs> my, my quote-unquote passive income, because we know it's not so passive ever, comes from the Copy Cure which um, I'm happy to say has now helped thousands of people. Wow. I was, I was really excited when we hit 2,000 members, so I could actually say thousands, plural. It was very exciting. And so there's that. And I have a handful of great TV clients because I still love writing promos and I love TV. Um, I, I also speak and teach, and I'm planning to make that a bigger part of my business. I just taught for Mastin Kip in Hawaii last week little jet lag still. Um, mm. And that was wonderful. And uh, I'm going to do a workshop, a writing workshop in Italy next month. So I'm right in between teaching gigs. And so currently, the biggest source of income for me is one-on-one clients. So entrepreneurs, just like your Fire Nation people. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, you know them. Uh, you know these types. And I help them with all the words that they use in their business. Basically, I help them find words that sound like they talk and make people love and buy what they sell. Or I like to say words that grab people by the coconuts. <laughs> the, that sentence just grabbed me by the coconuts. So I love all <laughs> of that. And Fire Nation, you can see how important copy is. I mean, that's actually one thing I've worked incredibly hard in my business because, you know, emails and email lists and writing and blog posts, I mean, these are all really important things, the way that you communicate to your audience when it's not through the spoken word. And 
by the way, if you become a better copywriter, you also become a better speaker. It's just, it's just kind of one of those things that happens. So a lot of important things here, a lot of great things here. And I'm glad that you use that reference of four legs in the cow because now, now everybody's picturing this cow with four legs. But it's important because you need those multiple streams of revenue. It's not just this one stream that could potentially dry up. And if it does dry up, guess what? You still have three legs. It's going to be a wobbly cow, but it'll still be able to stand a little bit. And then you'll figure out that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and potentially so on, depending on what kind of business you, Fire Nation, are looking to build. But now back to you, Laura. We want to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur with all the ups, with all the downs. And what I want to really focus in on now is your downs and not just any downs, but your worst entrepreneurial moments. Take us to that story, girl. Tell us that moment. Oh, womp womp. <laughs> so sad. Uh, so my worst entrepreneurial moment, I would say, was really my first entrepreneurial moment. Entrepreneurial moment. It's so sad I can't say it. Well, I, so, I, I messed that up and it's my show name. <laughs> I, I know. That's really, that's why I call it EO Fire. Exactly. Uh, I, so it was before I officially had my own business. I was working on an ongoing basis for Nick at Night and on TV Land, which was a spinoff of Nick and Knight. And these two guys who'd produced an award-winning sales tape I'd written, the little brag I'm putting in there um, to make humble brag, lighter. humble brag, a little humble, little humble brag. Um, and this was a rap video called TV Land in Demand starring <laughs> Mr. T and Tony Randall from The Odd Couple. It was love amazing, it. I got to say. Um, so these guys who produced it got in touch with me and said, hey, would you be interesting, interested in doing a one-day job for us? And, you know, they said, if, there's, if you do, great, which I'm sure you will. There's more where that came from. And um, I was really excited about it. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit it out of the park. And so they gave me the assignment. It was to write some scripts for this new network they were helping to launch. And they said, um, you know, this is your assignment. Just give us a day of your genius due at 5 p.m. Eastern. And so you know what happens when people ask me for a day of genius. <laughs> you freeze. It does not inspire genius. <laughs> Just say that. So I spent the entire day like staring at a blank screen waiting for genius to strike. Right. I, I you know, turned on the TV. I watched Bravo. I took a shower. I went for a walk. Um, no genius. I ate many, many bowls of Honey Nut Cheerios. That didn't bring the genius. Just a lot of sugar. <laughs> a lot of sugar. Um, and so I kept thinking, you know, okay, I have five hours left. That's plenty of time for something genius. And then it's four hours. And then it's one hour. And that's 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I can still dash off something genius in 30 minutes. Like people dash off genius all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and soon enough, of course, the sun was going down. And it was five o'clock. And my phone was ringing. And it was the guy's. Mark and Brad uh, are their names, and they were calling together on speakerphone because they were so excited. Like, we can't Just, wait for this yeah. genius. We can't wait to hear about your genius. And they were like, so where's your stuff? Tell us what genius it came up with. And they were so excited. And I was like, oh, man, you guys, um, I actually, I, I'm drawing a blank. I didn't come up with anything. And they were so disappointed. Oh. They, were, they both said in unison, oh, no, Laura. <laughs> 
which was just crushing. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty crushed right now. <laughs> I'm crushed from. I'm so embarrassed telling this story because I can't believe this was me. So, um, I mean, and luckily, I think that they forgot a couple a couple of years later because they came back to me and gave me work. I think that they um, hire so many people, they forgot that I was the one who choked and didn't give them any genius. <laughs> or, as we probably will talk about a little bit in the lessons learned, it's not as uncommon as we might think as individuals to choke. No, it's it's not. It's human to choke. Yes. <laughs> and these guys have been my biggest TV clients for years oh, cool. now. So they have short memories, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, I love that you said that you're embarrassed even telling the story now because that's the reality, Fire Nation. We all have these stories. We all have these moments where, you know, we just come up short or we just fail and just flop on our face. I mean, it is a reality yeah, being a human being for sure, but specifically of being an entrepreneur. I mean, that is just the reality, my friends. And and it's this show, EO Fire, that's really focused on now kind of bringing the lessons out of there. I mean, what do you want to make sure, Laura, Fire Nation gets from your story? Oh, gosh, that waiting for genius to strike does not make it strike. The thinking produces nothing. If you're coming up with something to write, you have to start writing. You can write nonsense. You can write garbage. Like nonsense and garbage are always better than saying, I got nothing. Um, I mean, I, I've written plenty of things for these same guys where they said, hey, Laura, were you by any chance on shrooms when you wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. But that's, that's okay. They can't all be winners. The point is there's no excuse for coming up with nothing. There's always something, even if it is total dreck. So, you know, writer's block, I would say writer's block does exist, but it only happens when you don't sit down and write. Yeah, you know, this brings me back to uh, my army days. I was a, an officer in the U.S. Army, Laura, I'm not sure if you knew that. I but I that. was deployed to Iraq and, you know, we were out and we were in the field and like the bullets are flying and I'm in charge of 16 men in four tanks. And, and here I am, like this 23-year-old, like trying to be General Patton, you know, like I'm going to win the war right now, like with this amazing decision. But what was the problem is that I was trying to make an amazing decision and therefore I was not making any decision. So my platoon sergeant, like this scruffy 47-year-old man, grabs me, like pins me against the tank and he goes, Lieutenant, a good decision now is better than a great decision later because we might be dead later. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty much going to hammer it home for me right there. So I kind of went on the rest of the deployment to, to make some really good decisions, Laura, but I don't think I made any great decisions. And Fire Nation, the moral of this story from Laura's and mine is just make a good decision now or the best you're capable of at this moment and start taking action. You know, writers write, podcasters podcast. You know, neither Laura or myself are good at what we do now when we first started, like we had to do our thing. Now let's shift for you, Laura, into what you consider one of your greatest aha moments. Tell that story. Well, first of all, I just had an aha right now wow. that um, there were no zero stakes to my sad story when yours had lies <laughs> in the balance, but no biggie. Um, so <laughs> it's all about perception. We, we acclimate as humans. Exactly. So, so here's one. I love taking dance classes. In fact, right now, um, in order to be not so nervous, I'm dancing while I talk to you. Yay. Yay. I'm doing a little two-step. <laughs> and I take, a lot, I take a lot of house and hip-hop classes. And there's this dancing form that I love. I love watching it on YouTube. And sometimes I watch through the window at the dance studio. It's called whacking. Have you heard of it? Never. I know it sounds dirty. It's not. <laughs> um, but it does use hands and arms. It's kind of a, um, do you know the rerun dance? 
Oh, yeah, I do know that. Yeah, like that's locking. Okay. So it's a cross between locking and voguing. Okay. It's a really super cool. So I decided one day to just try it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be that good at it, but I'm pretty good at following steps. Like I'm great at following footwork. So I was like, I'll, I'll be okay. So I went in there and the class is full of like professional dancers who've been doing this forever. And they're amazing. The teacher's going really fast. Um, it's all arms and my arms spaz out. Like I'm like a drunk octopus. <laughs> And, um, and that was just during the choreography. Like I was already, it was so hard for me that I was already weeping. Literally, I was crying and just hoping that it would look like, like the tears would look like sweat. Uh, and then she says, and then the teacher says, okay, no more choreography. From this point on, you guys make up your own thing. Just do your thing. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know anything to do. And she's like, just express yourself to the music. Just listen to the music and feel it and see what comes out. And that's when I realized, maybe not that moment, but later when I had a chance to think rationally and I wasn't crying. Um, <laughs> that's when I realized how most people feel when they're told just write naturally. Yeah. Like write, just write like you talk. Just bring out your personality and your writing. Sound like you and your ideal clients will come in droves. These people are like, okay, that sounds great, but they still sit down and they don't know how to write like they talk. Right. Um, and they don't, ha they don't have the tools. They don't have the tips. They haven't been doing it all their lives. Like, like I haven't been whacking all my life. So, you know, it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I know, it still sounds dirty. Um, and they don't know why our copy sounds so robotic or overwritten. They just know that it does right. and they don't know how to fix it. So that was my big aha. And it's uh, an understanding that really helped me create the copy cure and made me want to show people over and over these simple ways that you can write like you talk and put your personality into your writing and just really simple steps that I have to, I keep reminding myself, they don't know. They need to hear it. I think a big theme here that's already developing Fire Nation is you just got to do it. Like you got to take action. Like know what your first copy is not going to be great. Know your first blog post, your first podcast, your first video, like it's not. Like you need to, number one, like stand up on the shoulders of giants, like learn from those who have come before you. I mean, in the copy world, of course, Laura in the video world, you know, Marie Folio crushes it. In the podcasting world, there's a number of examples. I mean, find those people who have been there, who have done that, who are doing well, you know, learn from them, study from them. And then how do you adjust that into your own voice? Well, you do that by actually doing that thing. So that's my big takeaway, Laura. But what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? One thing is not to feel bad if they don't know how to do something that other people take for granted. It's okay to say, how do you do that? And then on the other side of it, to, I guess, to remember the virgins out there. Even when you think that something you know is so basic that nobody needs to hear it, they do need to hear it, and it's worth repeating. I love that because I'm a huge believer and fan of the curse of knowledge. Like it's just a reality. Yeah. Like people who know a certain thing, who have certain skills, they just assume that other people have that knowledge, have that understanding, have those skill sets. 
and they don't understand that, hey, like maybe that person does want to hear that thing again. And also on the other side, that person who doesn't have that knowledge, you know, they're just assuming that because somebody who they see like in a spot of knowledge isn't sharing it, that that person might not want to. Again, that person might just might not know that you don't know that thing. If you ask, like you can then have this great understanding and this great, you know, combination of skills and value. So the curse of knowledge is real fire nation. Now, Laura, you have some strengths, which we've kind of talked about a little bit. We're going to get deep into one in a second, but what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Oh my God. I, I'm like a weakness, triple threat. Okay. (laughs) I sleep late. I procrastinate and I watch way too much TV. Wow. Those are three of my least favorite things to do. (laughs) Well, and you know what? I don't just dabble with TV, I binge hard. Like, I'm like the Charlie Sheen of TV watching. I will take down a whole season in one night and I won't stop and I can't stop until I'm done. You I and I are so incompatible. It's so funny. Like well, whenever we're watching a show on TV, like Kate and I love, like we watch Blacklist and we love it. Like oh. Downton Abbey, like House of Cards. But, and this is such a hard and fast rule <laughs> and it's my rule, but we can never watch more than one episode a day. That is the absolute limit. Now we can watch more than we can watch more TV than just one episode, but we can never watch more than one episode of the same show in one given day. You have such military discipline in everything. Well, I do. I think you're right there. I agree with that. But it's also like, there's a sentimental value. Like I really get involved with these shows. Like with Downton Abbey, like I fell in love with those characters. And like, I don't want to rush through it. Like I literally want them to be part of my life for a decent amount of time. And and that's just kind of like how I perceive some things. So anyways, keep going. Oh, that's <laughs> so true. sweet. But it's true. You know what I do though? Yeah, you binge watch. I watch it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hello again, Walter White. Oh, Walter. I've missed oh, Walter. you. Uh, do you watch better, uh, better Call Saul? Yes, I do. Uh, I love that show. I love it too. At first, I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. And now it's really grown on oh, me. Oh, good. Good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest strength? My biggest strength, I would say, is that I put personality into everything in my business. So, you know, people say failure is not an option. I would say boring is not an option. Mm-hmm. Failure, failure is always there. Fair, fair is always staring <laughs> failure, at me. Failure, I'm fair game. Um, but boring, no. So, saying something in a way that doesn't sound human or fun doesn't fly for me. And I think I think that putting personality into my business gives other people permission to do the same mm. thing. Like they say, whoa, you can say that word? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can say that word. Coconuts, what? Ooh. Coconuts? <laughs> Coconuts? I love not boring either. So awesome stuff, Laura. And Fire Nation, just, just kind of look at yourself. Be like, hey, you know, maybe is this not that it's not boring? You know, that's Laura for her. You know, that's her mantra. But is it you? Is what you're doing, is it you? Like that obviously is Laura, being not boring, being interesting. What's you? Like really absorb that and take that. What, Laura, is the one thing that you are most fired up about today? Today, I am most fired up about the copy cure. So I know I, I told you that it's helped thousands right. of people. I'll repeat that number, thousands, Love plural. Um, and I, I get so excited hearing success stories from people who've taken it and um, – and come to me and say, oh, my God, I rewrote my whole site. I'm in love with it now. Or they say, like, I've actually, a lot of them 
uh, say, come to me and say, I've become a copywriter because I love, I've discovered that I love copywriting so much, or they just say, you made it fun. And that thrills me. And it, it thrills me to have a thing out there that I don't have to manage that's just out there for someone to purchase and do. And binge watch, by the way. <laughs> Speaking of Breaking Bad. Well, we I will say Bad. that I let people binge watch Podcast Paradise videos for sure. Oh, so that's very fair of you. That's the, <laughs> there's so much of you, they'll never have to say goodbye. It just keeps going. <laughs> they'll never finish. Where can uh, Fire Nation find out more about The Copy Cure? Uh, at thecopycure.com. Look at that branding. Mm-hmm. God, so spot on. So the URL spot on. was available. The Copy Cure. Dot com Fire Nation. If your copy is lacking, and that makes you 99% of all people online, then uh, check out thecopycure.com. It might just be your answer. I'm going to have Kate check it out. Faux show. Please do. <laughs> that was do. It sounded like don't. Right. We got a rhyme do. here, obviously. We're talking yes. about Jay-Z and Concrete Jungles. <laughs> Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we are about to enter the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, creating your own business is really tough. That's why when I met founder of TopTal, Brendan, I was blown away by his passion around helping people find top-notch developers and designers. I was even more impressed when I heard how TopTal works. All you have to do is tell TopTal what type of project or idea you're working on, and then they screen developers and designers so intensely that only the top 3% get in so you get to work with the best. Also, check this out. This really blew my mind. TopTal offers a two-week no-risk trial period. So if you're not satisfied with the work done during the trial period, TopTal will pay the developer or designer and you'll get your money back. So to get started on this amazing two-week no-risk trial, visit toptal.com slash fire or shoot me an email and I'll personally introduce you to an executive at TopTal who can help you get set up. John at eofire.com. Building a strong foundation for your business is so important, Fire Nation. Until you know who your perfect customer is, what their biggest pain points are, and how you can help provide them with a solution, it's going to be nearly impossible to grow. But once you've got that foundation down, the sky is truly the limit. At that point, finding paying customers will be the least of your worries. But a lot of payment partners don't make accepting payment from your customers that easy. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies. And as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. Laura, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Not knowing it was an option. So I thought that it was for people who invented things like PayPal or Spanx. I love Spanx. I mean, I I love PayPal. Um, (laughs) What is the best advice you've ever received? Something that a writing teacher taught me, and I think of this as the tuna fish formula, which is that saying we met and talked it out is meh. It's boring. We talked it out over lunch is a little better, but we talked it out over tuna sandwiches wins them all. So that's about detail and specificity. Adding those little concrete details brings everything you write to life. 
I really honestly believe just like when you mentioned the cow, like you could have just had four legs, but then you brought in the cow and then all of a sudden I'm just picturing a cow with four legs. Like beforehand, like what am I thinking about? Like what's four legs? Now you pictured it, but now I'm thinking when you said income streams, I thought, oh, I should have said udders. (laughs) You should have. Next time, next time, episode 2024. (laughs) What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Collecting money up front. Hmm. from my clients. Yeah. It means I don't have to chase them down afterwards and say, oh, hey, I hope you loved our session. Do you mind paying us? <laughs> They're all paid up. Yep. And then it's done. And, and it makes them love what we do that much more. Yeah. Now they can just focus in, in and not be like, oh, am I getting enough out of this to keep paying monthly payments? Like, da, da, da. Like, they're in. Like They're, they're in, in and they're psyched because they know how valuable it is. They paid. Yeah. Share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation. It's called onelook.com. Do you know this one? Never heard of it. Okay, so onelook.com, it's O-N-E-L-O-O-K.com, and it's like a tricked-out thesaurus. So it doesn't just give you synonyms. So you, it can, you can find a synonym that starts with a certain letter, like... Like, say you've got a thing, um, you're thinking of doing a thing called the fire party, but that doesn't have any ring to it. You right. want a word you want with alliteration. S. You want alliteration, a lot of alliteration. So you would look up party, um, a word Fiesta. related to party. Exactly. See, you already got it. You don't need this. <laughs> but say your brain was drawing a blank. You could look up word related to party starting with F, with F and you would come up with fiesta. You would come up with fest come up with FET. I don't know what else. Festival. Fire Nation, you tell me what you like the best and uh, I'll buy the domain. (laughs) (laughs) So Laura, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It would be Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. Because... And I know I'm kind of zigging where everyone zags here, um, (laughs) but anyone who wants to beef up their writing chops should get away from business books once in a while and read some plain old great writing. And I think David Sedaris' writing is hilarious. Um, It's the, I mean, his books are the kind of books that you insist on reading out loud to the other person in the room constantly. You got to hear this. You got to hear this. Okay. And then I'll leave you alone. One more. (laughs) (laughs) And, and they're also so insightful about the way people think and about the way he thinks and talks. And I love that. And he's written a lot of books and me talk pretty one day is the one I like best possibly because it was my first Like, you know, I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's definitely the best one, but it's the one I say start with. Well, Laura, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. We're not doing the other planet? No, you just, you yapped too (laughs) long, girl. I yapped too long, okay. Um, So parting piece of guidance, I'd say, I'm going to quote Elmore Leonard and say that if it sounds like writing, rewrite it. And the way people can get in touch with me is at TalkingShrimp.com. And I have a free gift for your Ooh, audience. We love gifts. I know. Everybody loves gifts. Me like this. gifts. Me likey. So this is a Tackle Your Tagline cheat sheet. So it's like 20 plus simple formats for words that have them at hello. And it is at TalkingShrimp.com slash fire. Oh, I love all of that. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with LB 
and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Laura, L-A-U-R-A in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And of course, go directly to talkingshrimp.com slash fire for your killer gift from Laura B. herself. And Laura, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that girl, we salute you. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.